my name's Carson, and you're listening to the Just Keep Showing Up podcast, a show created to provide you with juicy, helpful copywriting and marketing tips, as well as inspiring conversations with friends I've met along the way, so you can keep showing up to grow your brand and bring your magic to life. Without further ado, let's dive in to today's episode. Heyo, welcome back to the Just Keep Showing Up podcast. I don't know what brought you here, but I'm so thankful that you decided to listen to today's episode. And I just hope that when this episode ends, you leave feeling lighter and encouraged and inspired and just full of knowledge that you might not have had before you listen to um, the episode today. And I, the thing I never want to do, I never, ever, ever want to do is make you feel like you're not doing enough as it relates to business or marketing. I just want to come alongside of you and just equip you with whatever knowledge I have, tools I have, resources I have as it relates to copywriting, marketing, and businessy things so that you can just go out and support your business and feel really empowered doing that. And today we are talking about sales pages. (laughs) Everyone's favorite topic, am I right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, But I am sharing three steps for writing your next sales page and I know, I know, I know, I know. You either love them or you love them, right? Like you're either like, yeah, I feel super confident writing my sales pages. I don't want anyone but myself to write my sales page. Or you would like freaking rather watch paint dry, okay? Like it's it's either one of the two, all right? Or I mean, I guess you could feel kind of meh about them, but I feel like people feel pretty strongly either way. But if you're a business owner who has ever wanted to like launch a course or a program or a standalone offer of any kind, then you've probably found yourself in a place where you needed to write a sales page, right? And you've had to put on your copywriting hat for it, although you wouldn't consider yourself a copywriter. And you've had to carve hours out of your schedule and possibly possibly if you're feeling super uninspired, um, maybe you did some recon to see how other people set up their sales pages and then take your best shot at writing yours. Does that sound familiar? It's totally okay if it sounds familiar, okay? I'm not going to tell anyone. And I'm also totally not saying that because you're not a copywriter that your sales page won't work, all right? Not at all. I don't think for one second that you're not capable of writing your own brilliant sales page. Nope. I believe that you are the expert of your business and no one can write for your business like you can write for your business. I I 100% believe that and I'm a copywriter, okay? So I'm saying, what I am saying here (laughs) is that just because you can write your own brilliant sales page as a non-copywriter doesn't mean that it feels good or natural or comes easy to you. And if you're someone who doesn't have the budget in this season of business to spend thousands outsourcing your launch copy, like a sales page, you deserve to feel good and in flow, and in flow, like in flow, like it's flowing, it's flowing smoothly, like things, things are rocking and rolling with your sales page writing instead of spending way more hours than you need to and maybe second guessing every word or section of your sales page that you write along the way, okay? So my goal for this episode is that when you have that huge life-giving aha moment for a new offer, because it happens like nine times out of 10, we're in the shower when it happens or we're driving um, and we're not listening to anything, (laughs) we're just sitting in silence, that it's met with, that it's not met with like the dreaded, ugh, but I have to write my sales page and that's going to suck moment. I want you to have, when you have that idea, when you have that big aha, oh my gosh, I just thought of the most incredible offer in the world for my community, I want you to have a seamless plan in place that you can follow 
customize and publish confidently, okay? I want you to be able to not only like follow a plan and customize it and write, but I want you to put it on the world confidently, okay? So without further ado, as a copywriter who has written literally loads, like like umpteen countless words and sales pages and launch copy um, for business owners like you, I'm going to walk you through my process for easily and effectively writing your next sales page. And actually, now that I said it, I wasn't like complaining about having to write all those sales pages. I realized how I said it. I was like, oh my gosh, I've written so many. Um, actually, sales pages are my favorite thing to write to be honest with you. Like I write website copy, sales page copy, and email copy. I love email copy. Um, but when it comes to like websites and sales pages, I would rather write a sales page over website copy like any day of the week. For some reason, they're just fun. They're like more fun to me. I don't know. Anyways, okay. So I'm gonna give you three steps, okay? Step number one. You ready for step number one? If you're if you weren't listening, if you're like putting on your makeup and like doing your winged eyeliner, like just come back to me, come back to me. Um, step number one is market research, okay? So this step is either important to you or it's not, and that's okay. But I found that when I do market research prior to writing my sales copy, I I get um, more confident. Like I become more confident. I get more confident. Wow, hire me for your next sales page. No, I'm just kidding. I become more confident when I, um, or I go into the project more confident is what I'm trying to say. And The reason that is, is because I'm able to take what my prospective customers for this offer have told me about where they're at and the solution or support they'd love to have, aka your offer, and use it to guide my copywriting process. Now, you might have already done market research prior to creating your offer, And that's great. You can most definitely use whatever you've gathered to guide your writing or just to look at at it to make sure you're on the right track. If you haven't already done market research and 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 you like to, let's say you're like, are sitting on this idea and you're like, oh my gosh, I love this idea and you haven't done any market research and that would feel feel good to you and, and help boost your confidence in like putting your offer out there, I am actually going to link my sales page starter kit bonus resource in the show notes for you to grab and it includes a market research um, Google application um, pre-made template that you can customize and send to your community as it relates to your offer. Isn't that cool? I think that's super cool. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a marketing nerd. I don't know. Either way, there's a free resource for you in the show notes. You can go sign up for it now pause, sign up for it, come back, or just don't forget. I'll I'll remind you, I'll remind you multiple times throughout the episode. Don't you worry, okay? But I do want to point out that we're not using the answers provided in the market research that we receive from our community against them, but merely looking for common denominators in the answers they provide to invite them into the copy and to create a solution that better meets their needs, okay? Hey there, I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'm so sorry to interrupt. I literally never do this, but I had to take a moment and invite you to the free workshop I'm hosting this month on Thursday, May 26th at 1 p.m. Eastern on how to create your email marketing game plan. If you've had start an email list on your to-do list for months or email marketing just feels important to you and your brand, then this workshop might be really, really beneficial for you to come to or to watch the replay. There will be a replay. It's gonna 
gonna be about 90 minutes with some Q&A at the end, and we're gonna cover how to choose the right email service provider for you, how to create your brand's email marketing goals, how to develop your nurture campaign strategy, how to repurpose content you've already created to use in fresh ways for your email list, and a little bonus lesson on the anatomy of an email people will actually want to read. I hope that you come and you leave excited to implement what you've learned so that you can create a sustainable email marketing game plan that works for your brand. If you're interested, hop on down to the show notes. You can sign up and register for the workshop, set your calendars. There will be a replay in case you can't make it live, but there will be some giveaways if you do show up to the workshop live. So that's a little plus for you. And if you're listening to this episode after the fact, you can always watch the replay. There will always be a replay available. So hop on down to the show notes, register if that feels good for you, and I cannot wait to see you there. All right, so the first one, that was market research. Step two is we're going to create a marketing message. All right, so maybe it's just me, but I I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how people write great copy without first creating a clear marketing message. And I'm sure some people do, and they're just incredibly gifted, but I'm a huge advocate for taking time to create a message that is going to pour into each and every section of your sales page so you spend less time guessing at what's going where and more time plugging and tweaking okay and if you're like okay yeah I'm with you I agree but what the heck is a marketing message here's my pretty simple definition for you all right so a marketing message is how a business or brand communicates an offer to its customers by providing copy and content that supports their decision making processes all right, so you you probably see hundreds of marketing messages every single day. Just scroll Instagram or TikTok or watch TV or YouTube, all right? Someone somewhere is communicating what they do and how you can benefit from it all day long. How quickly and easily you understand what they do and how you can benefit from it all depends on how clearly they've communicated it to you, AKA their marketing message. So here's a quick disclaimer, okay? You absolutely do not have to create a marketing message. You don't. You absolutely do not have to heed any of my advice, truly. But if you don't, you might run the risk of communicating what you do in many different ways across multiple marketing platforms and possibly confusing those who might be interested So now that we know what it is, how do you create a marketing message? And I'm sure there are many different ways, but the way I go about it for myself and for my clients is by asking a series of thoughtful questions that will eventually make up my messaging and pour into the different sections of my sales page, right? So we're like, we're feeding two birds with one scone here, okay? Because I don't like the other the other saying. My friend Nat told me about that saying, like to feed two birds with one scone just sounds better. So with by creating a marketing message, we are clearly communicating what we do and how it can benefit our community. And we are creating a system for writing our sales page, right? Here are some of the questions that I ask when creating a marketing message. So number one is, what is your offer's unique value proposition, AKA what makes it stand out in the marketplace? Two, 
What is the main problem your offer helps people solve? Three, what does your customer or client want as it relates to your offer? Four, what is the physical or external problem that might be preventing them from getting what they want on their own? Five, how might that cause them to feel? So on and so forth, okay? For time's sake, we're not going to dive into each and every question because there's quite a few. I think there's like 12 to 15. But if you'd like the full breakdown of questions I ask myself and my clients when creating a marketing message, again, visit the show notes for my sales page starter kit freebie, all right? So after thoughtfully and clearly answering those questions, you'll have the starting point for nearly every single section of copy on your sales page. Not to mention a clear and compelling marketing message that you'll be able to repeat on any marketing platform so your community quickly understands what you do and how it can support them. Okay, just like imagine for a second having like having messaging created and being able to hop on Instagram or TikTok or write a blog or your podcast or send emails and communicate the same thing over and over again without reinventing the wheel and communicating it in many different ways on all those different platforms because you've created your marketing message, okay? All right, now remember, just because you create a brilliant marketing message doesn't mean everyone is going to flock to it and fall in love with your offer, all right? A marketing message's main job is to help people accept or reject what you're putting out into the world. When people can do either one of these things in a matter of seconds, you've created a stellar marketing message, okay? When they can either accept it and you know pursue it or be like, oh no, I, I completely understand what they're saying and that's not for me, you've done an amazing job with your marketing message. All right, last but not least is number three. Map out your sales page sections before you begin. Oi, okay, have you have you ever, just, just think about it, like have you ever sat down to write a sales page and you're just like, okay, I know I need a header, <laughs> so I'm going to write that, but what comes next? And how long does this thing have to be? And do I have enough content on here? And where and how does it end, right? How do I wrap this thing up? Or maybe you feel so lost that you've gone searching on your competitor's sales pages for inspo so you can see what they have and where they put things and how they start started and ended it. And if you have, listened, you're totally not alone. This is a shame-free zone, okay? Even the best of us have been there, I, I promise you. That's why it's so incredibly helpful to know the sections of copy you want to write for your sales page before writing it. And the way I've gone about mapping out my sections is by thinking about how different people in my community make decisions. And listen, I know most of us were taught to create an ICA, right? An ideal client avatar to memorize them, their season of life, their characteristics, and write to them and only them. But I truly believe that's one of the biggest marketing mistakes this industry has taught us. And sure, don't listen, don't get me wrong. It's important to know your community, your audience, and who you're marketing to. That is extremely helpful, but this whole concept that to think that just because we've created the quote unquote perfect avatar means that they'll all make decisions the same way is baloney. It's just, it's baloney, okay? It's like assuming that everyone receives love the same way just because they're in the same season of life with the same problems and the same situation. Like it just, it doesn't work that way. So here's something I'd encourage you to do. Think about your ICA, sure, okay? Think about them, if you've already created them, great. But imagine they have four clones and each clone makes decisions about your offer in a different way. 
One is an analytical decision maker and one is an expressive decision maker. One is an amiable decision maker and one is an assertive decision maker. And since each one makes decisions led by their primary decision making style, they'll each be looking to different sections of your sales page to support them in making a choice about your offer. This is also why, in my opinion, sales pages tend to be on the longer side. And you know, some of my clients have literally, they pleaded with me for a shorter sales page because they believe long sales pages make it look like they're trying too hard to sell their offer or it's just too much information that no one is going to read. But that might be because their decision-making style is more assertive and direct. Like they just make decisions quickly, they don't need a lot of content, they know what they need to see and they make a decision, okay? They don't need a lot of info in order to make their decision. But the analytical decision maker in your community who visits your page will read every single section of it multiple times, honey. Listen, trust me, because I am, I'm her. I am her. I am very analytical in my decision making process. I can't tell you the amount of times that I've gone back to a sales page multiple times, read it multiple times before I'm like, okay, yes, this is for me, okay? So what kind of sections do I recommend including on your sales page in order to support different decision-making styles. Here are a few. Your header with a clear one-liner statement and call to action button, okay? That's that's pretty that's pretty given, right? You're like, okay, Carson, yes, we know we need a header. We, we've got that. Um, next would be a section that invites your reader into the solution that you're offering. The next one is a, dif- a differentiator section. That was, that was hard for me to say, a differentiator section. The next one is a clear deliverable section testimonials or case studies, because we we love both. We love a sales page that does both. The next section is FAQs, and then a payment section that clearly highlights payment plans and details. And then another section I recommend is terms and conditions, okay? And you probably saw this coming, but, all right, so I don't know if you saw this coming, but if you'd like a complete version of the sales page checklist, don't forget to head down to the show notes and grab the sales page starter kit, okay? So it's like everything that we just went over, we just went over um, the three steps for writing a sales page, which is market research, creating your marketing message, and then mapping out your sales page sections before you begin. And I went over the set, like just some sections that I would recommend you have, okay? But it includes a checklist of all of those, of all those things, and of every section I recommend that you include on your sales page. So I know I just named a few, but those are that's totally not all the sales sales page sections I recommend because I think that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, and I usually have like 13 to 14 sections on like a standard sales page that I write. So if you would like the rest of the sections, then please, I, I created this resource for you. It covers, you know, I give you my market research um, template so that you can customize it and give it to your community. Or, you know, obviously you can customize it to what your offer is. And then we go over like how to create a marketing message a little bit, or I give you my questions, and then I show you the different sections of the sales page that I write, okay? So it's 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 pretty good, I, it's, gonna, it's gonna help you. So 
It includes a checklist of every section so you can easily follow it and build your own sales page, all right? So if you found this podcast episode even remotely helpful or maybe you're listening and you're like, holy shiz, like that, this is good, but I need to like sit down and one by one go through each thing that you just said, then the obviously the bonus resource is going to help you do that. And it's like resources and I film like Loom videos too because I love a Loom video. If you're not sure what Loom is, you're about to find out if you... <laughs> if you opt into the resource, okay? All right, that's a wrap. That's a wrap on how to easily and effectively write your next sales page using three simple steps. I know they might, okay, they might not seem super simple to you yet, but they they will be as you move through it, okay? And if you're more of a visual learner, you'll you'll have like some, some more support. All right, I hope this was helpful. I hope this inspired you. I hope your next sales page is amazing. Um, send me a link to your sales page like after you write it if you, if you feel so called. And until next time, my friend, cheers and chat soon. Hey, don't forget, don't forget, if you found this incredibly helpful, go ahead and leave your girl like a review or a rating or just something. It helps other people write great sales pages too because they can find this episode more easily um, and just support them. And it, it would just honestly mean the world to me. Like sometimes when I'm having a... When I'm having an off day, I'm like, let me go see if I have any new podcast reviews. And then when I do, I'm like, wow, all right, I'm, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to keep creating. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep showing up. Like reviews help me keep showing up. Okay. So help me help you. And again, I hope you have the greatest day, whatever, whatever season of your life you're in or wherever you're at in business. I hope that this just blesses the heck out of you. And until next Monday, my pal. Well, fancy meeting you here. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you found this episode or the podcast in general helpful, would you do me a quick favor and leave a review? It literally takes less than five minutes and helps others like yourself hear about the show so they can tune in too. My podcast team and I, aka my husband, would be forever grateful and it would just bless all of our work. Cheers and see you in the next episode. 